We've got miles to go! Please! We have to get home! She's sick! listening to Lost in Twin Peaks, a podcast for both first-time and veteran viewers of Twin Peaks, the mystery series that ran for two seasons in the early 90s on ABC, followed by a feature film, and 25 years later, a limited series on Showtime. And at the time of this recording, who knows what after that. If you're a new listener who has just discovered this podcast and wants to know more, check out Episode Zero, Show Format. The following week of Daily Podcast will cover Part 11, an episode of Season 3 aired on Showtime in 2017. The network used lines from each episode for titles, so Part 11 was also known as There's Fire Where You Are Going. Although recorded for patrons back in 2018, I'm re-editing and re-presenting this coverage, including some new sections, for public release beginning on November 12, 2022. You can also explore the illustrated companion published on my site, lostinthemovies.com. This morning, it goes up at 8 a.m. If you're listening to this earlier than that, the link in the show notes will be active at that point. This illustrated companion incorporates screenshots and other images to reflect stories, characters, events from the time, and so forth. In some cases, in greater detail than the podcast themselves. It's been three and a half months since the last episode of Lost in Twin Peaks. During the summer, I was releasing these podcasts on the fifth anniversaries of the Showtime premieres, but... Around late July, I hit a wall, literally you could say that's another story, and I had to pause. Since then, I've worked up a backlog, so at the time that you're hearing this, I've already recorded the rest of Season 3, and you can be assured that this will continue through the end of the year, because all that material is ready and waiting in the backlog. I'll double back for the previously skipped Season 2 next year, 2023, and that will conclude Lost in Twin Peaks. A bit out of order, but you'll be able to listen to it the correct way uh, on the feed um, if you're, you know, listening to this at a later time when Season 2 is already out. And now let's get on with Part 11. Today's podcast discusses the feel and the structure of Part 11. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn. So get those stakes up high. There's a thousand pretty.
there's no Laura material this episode. We've kind of gone off and on with Laura through the first half of the season. The feel of this episode, um, really I would describe as something is always happening, and yet it also feels like something's about to happen. There's just an edgy anticipation to everything. Um, you know, sometimes it sort of delivers the, that gunfire in the diner. There's the the explosion of Hastings' head, the firing, Becky's firing at the door of the woman crawling out of the bushes. So there is a lot of stuff going on. But it, I think in retrospect, I felt like almost even more was going to happen. Like, was Gordon going to be sucked into that zone or was somebody going to get killed inside the diner? There's just always this tension of what more can happen. And I remember actually watching this um, at my parents' house, and my father was watching, and he made it. I, I think my mom fled pretty early in the episode, and maybe around the time the guy's head was going to explode or something. And my dad made it all the way to the kid throwing up in the car, and then he just and the woman screaming next to him, which I still find hilarious. And he just ran out of the room. He was like, I can't take it anymore. Which is too bad, because I think he would have loved the Mitchum half of it. It was right up his alley. Part 11 was an episode that I enjoyed quite a lot at the time. I thought it really had a sustained energy through the first half hour that was, you know, very, it's a cliche, but very much an edge of your seat type of experience, jumping from one intense moment to another. And uh, this, the latter half was totally different but also totally of a piece. So it had these two halves that each had a sort of integrity to them, and it didn't feel, you know, like a grab bag or anything, which was something that people complained a little bit about the previous episodes, I think, rightly or wrongly. Before we go, I want to share, which is going to end up taking up about half of this episode because there's so much, uh, some of what I've been up to since the last Lost in Twin Peaks episode. Naturally, I've been up to a hell of a lot in the time between this and the last episode. So here's a rundown of the podcast that I published during that time. I was a guest on an episode of the podcast Creamed Corn in the Universe uh, with the uh, host Colin uh, inviting me to come speak about Sarah Palmer. And I also uh, actually, even more recently than that, uh, had him on my podcast, Twin Peaks Conversations, where we talked broadly about Twin Peaks and his approach to his podcast where he goes character by character. So definitely will want to check all of this out, uh, the the Converse, the Twin Peaks conversation, my podcast, is divided up over YouTube, uh, free for the public, and then Patreon $5 a month tier. I also published on the Lost in the Movies feed an episode called The Vulnerable Throne, in which I cover four classic films. Um, in this case, they were The Bitter Tea of General Yen, and um, Rasputin and the Empress, and Land of the Pharaohs, and uh, Knights of the Round Table, so all sort of similarly themed. On my Patreon podcast, I had a Halloween special on Bram Stoker's Dracula, as well as some other subjects, um, updates on my work that I've been doing in the month of October. And then I had a big sprawling podcast for September that actually came out in October. By the time it was done, it was almost the end of October because there was so much stuff I was talking about. Uh, this two-part Patreon podcast covers uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s films along with other updates on recent work and things that I was up to. And uh, the uh, four, the, or the rather the five films that it focus on extensively. It has, it covers a lot of different um, films in like capsules where it's sometimes a minute or two, sometimes a little longer, where I just talk about some reflections on the various films I watched that were from these uh, decades. But the five big ones that I covered for longer, like 15, 20, 25 minutes uh, in some cases, were Pulp Fiction, 
Clute, Red Dawn, Do the Right Thing, and Hail Mary. And uh, you can check out these links. They're linked up in my uh, companion. I, I can't, there's too many to fit in the show notes. So um, follow the link to my illustrated companion. You can follow the links there to see these individual pieces. Twin Peaks Cinema, I covered the film Back to the Future Part 2, comparing it to Twin Peaks on that podcast. And I also published The Shanghai Gesture, a film from the 1940s that I covered on my Lost in the Movies podcast. I had John Thorne on for a conversation in September. He recently wrote the book Ominous Whoosh. I've had him on many times before, but this is a new book. His theory is about season three, so you'll definitely want to check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, Twin Peaks Cinema, the month before, I covered Bigger Than Life. This concluded several months where my theme was uh, Nicholas Ray films and how I tied them to Twin Peaks. I also, for Lost in the Movies, put out a podcast with 17 classic capsules, films like Pinocchio, Devil and Daniel Webster, Little Caesar, Ah Wilderness, and many more. Um, it, it What was the one? It came from Outer Space, by based on a Ray Bradbury book, I think. And some of these have some very brief Twin Peaks comparisons, but uh, this was for my Lost in the Movies podcast, so not necessarily Twin Peaks-themed. Uh, Letter to Three Wives was another one. Like I said, there's 17 of them, so I won't read them all out here, but you can check that out. And uh, also on Patreon in August, that was when I started this Decades theme that I'm going to be continuing for the rest of the year with the 80s in August. Again, a bunch of capsule films. I'll let you check out the link to see what those are, but uh, the two big ones I covered full reviews of were Desperately Seeking Susan and Top Gun. And then I had a conversation with Lindsay Hallam in August. She's the author of a book that came out several years ago on Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, and since it was the film's 30th anniversary of the U.S.-wide release... I thought this would be a good time. Mark the last anniversary. I already marked the Cannes Film Festival anniversary earlier this year. So marking the last one with that discussion with someone who had explored the film at such depth. And again, that one, as with the John Thorne, as with the uh, Colin from Cream Corn in the Universe, uh, when he was a guest, these are divided over YouTube and Patreon. For Twin Peaks Cinema in uh, August, I covered Rebel Without a Cause, another Nicholas Ray film comparing it to Twin Peaks. Lost in the Movies, that month I covered the film Monkey Business with Ginger Rogers and Cary Grant and Marilyn Monroe and uh, a chimpanzee. And for uh, my Patreon, I covered Coffee and Cigarettes and some other updates on my work. This is the Jim Jarmusch film. And then uh, I had guests in July, shortly after Lost in Twin Peaks paused, from the Counter Esperanto podcast, Jubal Brousseau and Carl Eckler. And we talked about weird fiction and its connections to Twin Peaks. So H.P. Lovecraft and all of that, uh, they know much more about the subject than I do. I was just sort of picking their brains. It was really fascinating. We got into a lot of stuff about season three and the rest of Twin Peaks as well. I was also a guest on an online conference called Wyndham's Cabin, where they convened a panel of podcasters. This is actually how I met Colin, who hosts Cream Corn in the Universe, he was hosting this panel, asking us all about our processes, what we cover about Twin Peaks. Uh, Twin Peaks Tattoo Podcast was on there. Um, who else? I don't want to start because I'm going to forget somebody, but there was a bunch of good, uh, interesting um, guests on there talking about their their various approaches. I was also around this time a guest on Obnoxious and Anonymous, the podcast hosted by Cameron Cloutier. We talked about the recent deaths at that time of Lenny Von Dolan and uh, Julie Cruz who I, I mentioned, I think, on a previous uh, one of these podcasts had passed away, I think in May. 
And so I played out the full song. Of course, she opens and closes all of these episodes with uh, Floating, which was not in Twin Peaks, but is of that period and of that spirit. And then finally, I launched the Nicholas Ray series uh, around the time I was putting up those last Lost in Twin Peaks episodes. And I started it with a noir from the early 50s called On Dangerous Ground, which I found fascinating to compare to Twin Peaks. And you can see why when you check out that link along with all these others in the Illustrated Companion. So that's what I've been up to for the past four months in the realm of podcasts. A lot of Twin Peaks, some not Twin Peaks. That's it for this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support this work on patreon.com slash lostinthemovies. Tomorrow's episode will cover Twin Peaks Part 11, Out of Town. What's going on in the other locations of the show? So specifically in this case, Las Vegas and uh, also South Dakota where the FBI is. We don't have any Mr. C scenes. 